many things to see and do. Summer, winter, spring, or fall. Your home in the Rockies has it all. So get up, get ready to start your day. The coffee's brewing, you're on your way. The fun is waiting outside your door. Good morning, Vale. Good morning, Vale. Good morning, Beaver Creek. Good morning, Eagle. Good morning, Avon. Good morning, Edwards. And that is where we're getting a live shot right now. Our very own Mark Sassy is out there in the elements. What is he doing outside today? Well, we're going to let you know in just a moment. But right now, a live look out at Arrowhead. And if you're up and you're rolling around this morning, then you'll notice a lot of snowcats out there on Vail Mountain, Beaver Creek, and on Arrowhead. So that means when the lifts open at 830, if you're looking for some of that groomed corduroy, you are going to get it. A big fresh powder day yesterday, so now everything is calming down a little bit. They're doing all the grooming work, so if you like those groomed runs, this morning is going to be a great day for you to get out there. Don't forget when you are on the slope, safety is of utmost importance, and you definitely want to make sure you read the safety points that you can find on Vail Mountain and on Beaver Creek, but a couple of them are make sure you're stopping in a good spot. A lot of people want to wait for their friends behind them. They're not just bombing the run and meeting down at the lift. They're stopping. Pull over to the side and make sure you are stopped in a spot where skiers and riders that are coming from uphill can see you pulled over. If there's a little lip and you're stopped underneath that, somebody could come over that really fast and then all of a sudden be surprised by your presence. It could cause an accident. It could just cause a little carnage, maybe a wipeout, maybe a lawn sale, which means you lose everything, your skis, your poles, everything that you're doing out there. So just be careful when you're out there. The skiing is going to be a little fast today with this fresh new snow. So make sure you're being aware of what's going on all around you and the skiers and riders that are around you as well. And especially if you have those little ones, you know, those little guys really know what they're doing out there on the slopes. And uh, sometimes mom and dad following behind them, it gets a little erratic. I've been there before and it can happen. So just be careful when you're out there on the mountain. A lot of other things to do around the valley as well. Shopping is fantastic right now. A lot of those post-holiday sales happening. Some nice weather to be walking around Vail Village or Beaver Creek and doing a little shopping. If you're visiting, get your Beaver Creek shirt or your hat or your puffy hat with the big pom-pom on top. Of course, you can always go do that. Snowshoeing is another really fun activity. And snowshoeing actually burns more calories than any other snow sport because you're really working it. Especially if you're walking up a hill and then walking back down that hill, you are burning some calories. So if you're looking to go out to one of the fine dining restaurants around the valley tonight, you want to get ready for the holiday, get ready for the January resolution, then uh, snowshoeing would be a good one. Another one of my favorites is Nordic skiing, also called cross-country skiing. You can do that kind of renegade around the area at different, um, at different golf courses. But if you don't know how to do it, you're looking for a lesson, you need to rent equipment, head on over to Vail Golf Course because they have really nice groomed trails, tons of them as well. I was talking to somebody last night about Nordic skiing actually. Those are the skinny little skis. You're connected just by your toe and I'll tell you what, it can get a little wiggly sometimes. So are we still wondering what Mark Sassy is doing out there in Edwards this morning? I think he is on a golf course and I think that he possibly has some 
Nordic skis on. So let's see what Mark's skills are out there on those skinny skis. Because Mark, I know you used to be a racer, now you're a snowboarder. How are the Nordic skis feeling on this brisk morning out in Edwards? Morning, Mark. Hey, good morning, Tracy. Yeah, you know, uh, I've kind of dabbled in all the different <clears throat> alpine ways to put skis or snowboards on your feet and nordic skiing has been a part of kind of my life my my whole life uh i would thought i'd come out here nordic ski on the golf course today it's beautiful they do a good job of manicuring a little trail all through the golf course um, i've got a pair of skate skis and a pair of classic skis i'm going to use the classic skis classic is what everybody pictures when you envision kind of the classic way to cross-country ski which is basically walking on the snow where you just have a uniform um, symmetrical movement with your body skate skiing is more like it's more like ice skating so it's more of a to me it's more of a workout it's a little more unstable like you said your your toes are the only thing attached and uh, they are a little wiggly so I'm going to stay with a ski today that I'm more familiar with the skate skiing is newer for me but it's a good workout and snowshoeing I know burns a lot of calories so does this sport if you're doing it right. It's a good way to get some serious cardiovascular exercise and just get in physical shape even better. So I'm going to make my way around the golf course a little bit here in just a bit. Uh, we're going to take a quick break from the morning show. Then I'll give you a look at that weather report. We'll talk about uh, the snow in the forecast. Tracy's got a resort report with how much snow we've seen. We're going to find out more in just a little bit. We're also going to be checking in with uh, the Vale Valley Foundation. And uh, the man on the stage, Ross Leonhardt, has all the details with the next events coming up and what they have going on. So we'll be right back with more of our Friday edition of Good Morning Vale. I'm Mark Sassy. I'm up here at the uh, Single Tree Golf Course. I'm going to go wiggle around on the wiggle skis. We'll be right back. Good morning, Vale. I'm already getting myself out of breath, everybody. It's not good for being on TV. Uh, beautiful out here first thing this morning. We have overcast skies down here in Edwards. Um, we do have a little bit of a break between our quote-unquote atmospheric river of snowstorms that have been coming our way for really, it seems like, pretty much all winter on and off. Every other day, every couple of days. Uh, there is some more snow in the forecast towards the end of the weekend, but I'll give you a look at today's weather. Uh, it's mild to start. Maybe that's because of those overcast skies. Uh, we're going to see for temperatures this morning in Vail, about 16 degrees at 8 o'clock. Your high temperature in Vail today with a 15% chance of, of some light snow showers is going to be about 30 degrees. So good day to get up and ski and ride on Vail and Beaver Creek. Mostly cloudy skies today. Uh, as you look at the day at a glance, 16 at 8, 27 at 12 p.m. And then we're going to be about 30 degrees between 12 and 4, dropping into the teens by 8 o'clock tonight. And we'll have cloudy skies all around Eagle County all day. Uh, for your I-70 drive, Denver, where I'm headed down today, 28 degrees with a 40% chance of some flurries falling along the front range, mostly cloudy skies. And then for Vail, 30 degrees, 15%. Avon, about 28 degrees. Eagle, about 31 degrees. And we're going to see that percentage kind of hang around Eagle County all day long. Minor, though, just maybe some flurries here and there. For the most part, it's just going to be cloudy. Tonight, we have a 40% chance of some snow showers, winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Uh, 12 degrees would be that low temperature. And then jumping ahead for that five-day, if you're coming up for the weekend, we are knocking on the doors of it today. Saturday, 22. Sunday, 28. Really, it's holding in the mid to upper 20s all the way through the middle of next week, Wednesday, 
19 degrees for a high temperature. Uh, mostly cloudy for today. Tomorrow, maybe a break in, maybe a little spot of sunshine, maybe a little sunshine for Monday, maybe a little sunshine for Tuesday, and then cloudy again for Wednesday. Percentages, once again, it looks like uh, Sunday, 60%. Well, that's going to be our highest percentage of maybe picking up a little more snow coming our way with that next little mini system making its way off uh, the coast of California as we speak. But other than that, it's a good day out here in Edwards, and uh, it's going to be nice all around Eagle County. Kind of mild, not much of a breeze. Uh, good days to get up and go Nordic skiing or to go uh, touring, AT skiing, snowshoeing, snowmobiling, snowboarding, skiing. We have it all. That's a look at your weather. We're going to take it down to Tracy coming up next. She's going to give you a look at uh, how much snow we've seen on that resort right there and all the local resorts and what kind of conditions we have with our resort report next. This resort report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. We love to see Mark Sassy getting a little cardio at 7 o'clock in the morning. I mean, who does that, really? Actually, there's quite a few people that do that. And you see some people skinning up the mountain a lot early in the morning before the lifts uh, open. That's some great exercise as well. I feel like every single Friday, I am in the TV8 studio. And every single Friday, I am telling you that the skiing and riding is phenomenal. We just keep getting hit with snowstorm after snowstorm. The conditions are supreme and I've heard a couple different people in the last two days say it was the best day of their season so far yesterday and the day before because we have just been getting hit with that great fluffy snow and I know the temperatures are really chilly and you have to bundle up and you have to wear that extra face protection and everything but those cold temperatures really keep that snow pristine so let's take a look now at what's happening at Beaver Creek most of the most of the runs are open at Beaver Creek. There are a couple that aren't. So if you're trying to go somewhere funky, it might not be open yet. But look at the base depth at 45 inches all season long. We've had 178 inches of snow, five inches in the last 48 hours over at Beaver Creek. So look, as you see, 86% of the terrain open. I can't tell you exactly what is not open because everything that I like to ski over there at the Beave is open and feeling really good right now. So 25 lifts, the lifts open open at 8.30 this morning. And those front lifts at Strawberry Park and Centennial Lift, they are open until 4 o'clock, but some of the other lifts in the back close a little bit earlier. So just be aware of that if you are kind of traveling around the mountain. Spot, talking about traveling around the mountain, and on Vail Mountain, you can get over 5,000 acres of traveling on your skis or your snowboard. Yep, somebody did tell me they went out to Mongolia Bowl. It was amazing. I happen to be a snowboarder and really have never made it out that far. We we have had 11 inches of new snow at Vail Mountain in the past 48 hours. They are 100% open. All the back bowls are open. And once again, Vail Mountain opens at 8.30 this morning. If you're heading over to Gondola 1 or you're going to, uh, to Lion's Head, then you can get on those lifts at 8.30 in the morning. And you can get on the gondolas at 8.30 in the morning, which will be really nice with these chilly temperatures today. So get out there, enjoy the slopes, be safe, dress warm. We're going to take a quick break right here on Good Morning Vale. When we return, World Cup action. Michaela, our hometown girl, how's she doing? Mark Sassy has the update when we return.
Hey, right before the break, Tracy was talking about Outer Mongolia. I took my son and my future brother-in-law into the back bowls last week on Sunday, I think, or Saturday. And we went from all the way to Outer Mongolia, all the way to the top of Ptarmigan Ridge. And then we ended up skiing the Minturn Mile. So we did the entire span from as far east as you can go to as far west as you can go in the back bowls. Uh, and I was pretty banged up after that one, but it was a lot of fun. All right, time now for a World Cup update. Uh, we'll talk about Michaela in just a second. I want to first talk about the men's uh, speed team, the U.S. team, and, and all the other national teams. Uh, last week in, in Wangen at the Lauberhorn, uh, considered one of the two most dangerous downhill tracks on the planet, um, they moved on from Wengen to Kitzbühel, Austria, over the past three or four days for training runs at the Hanenkam, uh, Hanenkam Mountain, which the trail is called the Strife, and it is considered to be probably the most dangerous of all the races around the planet. Um, and it separates the, the men from the boys, for sure. Uh, the United States has won at the Hanenkam twice in the history of World Cup racing there. I think it was 2003 was Darren Rolves. 1959, believe it or not, was Buddy Werner. How about that? Taking us way back. Twice we've done well there. Now, training runs two days ago. Uh, Ryan Cochran Siegel from the U.S. ski team finished off in first place. Jared Goldberg and Travis Ganon made the top 10 for the training run. And then uh, we had Bryce Bennett and Sam Morse make the top 30 for the training run on the first training run two days ago. Yesterday, Training run number two, Travis Ganon made the top 10. Ryan Cochran Siegel made it into the top 30. Um, so as you can see, um, it's not consistent. It's a tough track. And as, you know, more, the more training runs you take on it during the right before race day, um, the guys that are stepping up are the guys that are stepping up and they're starting to figure it out and push themselves a little bit more. Uh, Bayot Foyts from Switzerland won it last year. Um, on the first training run day, he ended up uh, 32nd. Yesterday, he ended up 49th. Um, but... Bayot can just turn it around and end up winning it today. Today there's a downhill at the Kitzbühel. Tomorrow, uh, today's a makeup for the San, San Anton race that was canceled due to a uh, lack of snow. And then tomorrow is the official Hanenkam uh, downhill race, which is going to be taking place in Kitzbühel. So downhill today, downhill tomorrow, then a slalom there, believe it or not, on Sunday. Now let's shift gears and go to Michaela. So Michaela, obviously she skis most disciplines. She skis all disciplines. Um, she is... Uh, in training days, today's race day in uh, Italy at Cortina di Ampezio. And the downhill today also is replacing the St. Anton downhill that the ladies could not do because of lack of snow. Uh, first training day, two days ago, Michaela finished second. Yesterday in the second training run, she finished fourth. Um, and today's the race. So she's going to go for her 83rd World Cup win today. Um, she's tied with Lindsey Vaughn right now with 82 World Cup wins, and she's on a mission to beat Ingemar Stenmark, who has 86 World Cup wins, the most winningest alpine ski racer of all time. Uh, looking at her points real quick, in downhill, um, she is ranked 11th in downhill for points. In the overall cup, she is ranked first with a commanding lead of close to 400 points. Slalom, she's ranked first. Uh, and then in Super G, I think she's ranked 13th maybe um, but starting today with Michaela she has seven races in 10 days um, in four different disciplines so that's pretty uh that's pretty impressive really when you think about it because you have to have a different mindset and a different physical physical approach from slalom to giant slalom 
to Super G to downhill. So we'll keep you posted on that. Fingers are crossed for Michaela going for 83 today in Cortina, and then also for the men on the U.S. ski team in Kitzbühel. All right, we're going to take a quick break. I have a look at your weather report from the Singletree Golf Course. I see a little bit of red in the skyline over there, so um, sun's starting to make its way up over. We'll be right back with more of our Friday edition of Good Morning, Bill. I have a dog coming to visit me this morning. Hello, Mr. Puppy Dog. How are you today? Hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, it's nice out here first thing this morning. Yesterday, it was uh, bone chilling cold. I went to the fly shop in Minturn, and I think it was five below when I got there at like 8.30. Today, we're in the upper teens, so it's nice weather out here first thing this morning. And we are going to have these overcast skies, as you can see right now, for a good part of the day. Um, honestly, for the next couple of days, we might have a little break in the sunshine here in just a little bit, but not today, but over tomorrow, maybe the next day. Uh, your weather today will be a high of about 30 degrees. Uh, we have about a 15% chance of maybe just a few light snow flurries making our way, making its way through Eagle County. Not much in terms of snow, but I'm going to tell you real quick as we look at those maps, um, Vail's picked up over 200 inches of snow so far season to date. I did a little research on 20 inches, 20 feet of uh, 200 inches of snow, which is about 16 and a half feet, which is about three ping pong tables stacked on end with each other. Uh, it's actually seven 40 inch TVs stacked on end with each other. It's actually 31 or 32 white claw cans stacked on each other. That's a little over. Uh, 16 and a half feet of snow. How about that for snow measurements? That kind of puts it into layman's terms so everybody can kind of visualize it. Um, Denver temperatures today, 28. Tonight we're going to see uh, a low of about 12 degrees with a 40% chance of some snow coming our way. And then uh, let's take a look at that five-day real quick. If, if I'm on track, I know I got distracted with those snow measurements, but five-day forecast, uh, we're going to see mostly, mostly cloudy skies. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe a little bit of sunshine on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Temperatures for the most part after today, uh, low to mid-20s, 22 for Saturday, 28 for Sunday, 24 for Monday. And then we have uh, percentages all the way through the weekend, through the middle of next week for some snow flurries. It looks like uh, Sunday right now will be the, the day where we have the largest percentage, so maybe a little bit more snow, but we're talking maybe an inch, maybe a couple of inches to add on top of that 200 for Vail and... I think Beaver Creek is counting at 178. So this weather report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, located right in the heart of Avon. Swing by if you need anything for the entire family. If you want to rent some skis, buy a jacket, shoes, whatever you need, they have it right in the heart of Avon. That's Sun and Ski Sports, and they are sponsoring that weather. Going back to Tracy Miller in the studio. What do you think, Tracy, for, uh, for a lens for today with our, with our Lens of the Day segment? What should I be wearing on my eyes if I'm going to go skiing or snowboarding? Lens of the Day is brought to you by Eyepieces of Vail and Goggle Bar, serving the Vail Valley for over 30 years. It didn't look like Sassy had any protective eyewear on this morning. And I will tell you something, as you get a little older and you're out there in the elements, that cold weather can really hurt and damage your eyes. So make sure they're protected all the time. But first of all, I have to regress for a moment and wonder, did Sassy drink all those white claws so that he could measure the snow stack? Or do you think he guesstimated? Hmm. 
That's one to ponder this early in the morning. We'll have to ask him when we get when he catches his breath out there on the Nordic tracks. Okay, so you're looking to get out on the slopes today. It's a chilly day, and you need some good eye protection. Seems like most of the day is going to be cloudy, especially this morning. So you're going to want a lower light lens. So right now I am featuring the Anon M2, and I'm featuring it because it's so cool because it's filled with magnets. But first of all, let's talk about the lens. And as you can see right. Here, this lens is a little more of a rose tint or a yellow tint or a clear tint. That is what you're going to want today so that you can actually see kind of the layers of snow. So when there's a little dip, we like to call them snow stakes. When there's a little dip in the snow, this kind of lens on a cloudy day is going to work out. If it was a beautiful, hot, sunny day, then you would go with a darker lens. But today you're going to want one of the lighter lenses as you're out there. And this goggle would be really awesome. To have today because not only can you change the lens so quickly, look at how fast that I don't even have to do anything. It's just a magnet. So there's little magnets all around the lens that just you, it pops out that easy and it pops in that easy. Okay, and that is just one feature of the Anon. This is the feature that I really like when I'm out on the slopes because at, so so Mark Sassy is Nordic skiing today, right? But his face is probably frozen because it's cold outside. And this gator is also magnetic. So you just pull it off. So you're huffing and puffing. You're going down the hill. You're hitting the moguls. You can't take it anymore. You're breathing into your gator and you want to pull it off. You just pull it off. Then you get on a little bit of a flat area and your face starts to get cold because all that sweaty stuff is all over it. Then you just pull it up and it magnetizes and it print gums right up on top of your face. So I'm going to say this is the coolest goggle out there. It's the Anon M2 and you can definitely go try it out and make sure it fits nicely with your helmet because you don't want any of those little wind tunnels anywhere else. So protect your skin today. It's a chilly one out there. There's going to be a lot of wind and protect your eyes with some really great goggles. Get out there and have fun and be able to see what you're doing. We're going to take a quick break. You're watching Good Morning Vale. Good Morning Vale. We always talk about what goggle lens you should be in for a day like today. Well, we're standing with the vision experts here at Eyepieces, and I'm standing here with Emily Anderson Ahrens. Thank you so much for meeting us this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been great. Um, we just met. Emily's been here for a solid chunk of time in the Valley, and so you know what people like to wear, and you've got some really cool stuff in front of us. Yeah, um, this is Jacques Marimage. Um, he is one of my favorite designers because he is an independent company, and so therefore he has all the artistic freedom that he wants to produce things that you don't see everywhere else. Um, which is really cool. Plus, the people that do collect his pieces have told us time, time, and again that we have some of the best selection they've ever seen. And so if you're in Vail, come check these guys out because it's, a, it's, it's really special what he makes. It is really special. And the coolest part about what you guys do here at Eyepieces is you source products that you can't get your hands on anywhere else. And so something like this is not only unique, but it is going to have that artistic freedom. So he's not cranking out five million pairs of yeah. the same 
set of glasses. He's making them unique, and they're coming with a limited stock. So when mm -hmm. people see them, you have to come in. You have to get your hands on them quickly. Yeah, yeah. And we even have some colors that people search all over the place. Even though you made 250 of them, they can't seem to find them anywhere. Like these pieces here, um, these two colors of the Molinos. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. So. It is really cool, and that's one of the best parts about people coming to shop at eyepieces is they don't understand how unique their experience is as they're doing this and going through all of the works because he's just one of the many great designers that you have. But it's so cool getting to talk to all of you guys here because you guys all know the designers really well yeah. and the background. And so to have someone like him where he's independent and creative freedom and he's not on this very large-scale kind of model of a business, then it is unique definitely absolutely and another nice thing is that people if they have a really hard time finding a pair that actually looks good on them back at home um, we have lots of different brands that um, kind of focus on a variety of different people and face sizes and all of that so it's, it's pretty cool you guys are definitely experts in that space. I've come in and been like I like these and they've been like no no those they're <laughs> cute but they're just not cute on you and like, I'm like yes, I'm not but put these on <laughs> I'm like I'm not offended because you want that transparency yeah. and especially if you're someone who's buying prescription glasses it's not a small yeah. thing to be buying I mean it's something you're gonna wear a lot and you're gonna see yourself in a lot and so it's good yeah. when someone is just honest with you definitely well it's not only you're gonna wear it you're gonna wear it on your face it's the first <laughs> thing people are gonna see <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. You guys offer a lot of other brands here, and then you guys offer a lot of great services. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, we specialize in prescriptions, um, particularly in progressives. Um, we use top-of-the-line progressive materials, and so um, if you're transitioning from a single vision to a progressive, um, our lenses make it pretty flawless, as opposed to a lot of other people, um, where their stuff has a lot of distortion in it, the peripherals are off, um, and so we, we can put that in any frame in the store, which is also really great. So, That's the big thing, and people don't understand that if they fall in love with a pair of sunglasses, mm -hmm. even though they're a unique sunglass, there's not a lot of them out there in the world, you guys can make it prescription that way, they can wear them all the time, no hassle. Exactly, yeah. We make it, try and make it as easy as possible for you, so. I mean, you guys do such a good job at everything you do here at Eyepieces, but oh, that thanks. is definitely one of them. Now, if people need to get their eyes checked, that's also something that they can do here as well. Yes, um, every uh, Tuesday and Thursday afternoon, they can come here and schedule an appointment to meet with Dr. G. Um, he's fantastic. He's, I go see him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, which is great, yeah. And how often would you recommend that people are getting their eyes checked, especially if they are someone who wears the prescription lenses? I mean, the general rule of thumb is go get your eyes checked every year. Um, two years is fine. Um, but we like to keep you up to date just because there's nothing um, more disappointing than getting a new pair of prescription lenses um, and then realizing, oh, my prescription has changed more than I thought. Right. So it's good to keep them up to date. So. Yeah. Well, not only that, but if you're someone who's like struggling from a minor headache and then you're like, why does my head hurt all the time? Maybe that's when you should get your lenses looked at and make sure that you're uh, seeing things clearly. Yeah, exactly.
So not only do you guys do the prescriptions in the glasses, but you also have some great opportunities for people to put them in their goggles as well to help eliminate the fact of maybe having to wear contacts when they're out mm -hmm. there on the slopes or trying to shove their prescription lenses into their goggles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm somebody that can't wear contacts. It, it bothers me a lot. Um, and so uh, we have these clips or these goggle inserts that you can put into where we essentially build um, the lenses into the goggle. Um, the clip is a little bit easier because you can, of course, use it in any goggle. Yes. But the other one is so flawless. There's not a lot of plastic around you. It, it looks great. I've had great pe people tell me that they have never had a better skiing experience um, with those goggles. So yeah, it, we give us we give a little bit of everything um, in that regard. So yeah. You guys do everything here at Eyepiece is your one-stop shop for everyone's vision needs, which I think is super important, especially because when you're getting out there to do anything, whether it's driving or walking or skiing or snowboarding or playing golf, vision is going to be precision no matter what. And so it's best that you come see the experts at Eyepieces. Now, you guys have a lot of convenient locations throughout our community. We do. Um, we, we, we have a lot. Um, <laughs> we have one in Lion's Head. Um, and then we have three in the village, uh, one in the Sonnenalp, mm -hmm. um, village center right across the street from Solaris, and then one right smack dab in the middle of the gondola, which makes it super convenient for all your goggle and helmet needs. Um, but we also have incredible fashion up there as well. Um, and just because we have three stores, we also have different inventory and different collectible pieces in each store, which is pretty cool. So... Which means that people should come, they should explore, and especially if they need those goggles or a helmet right now, because that's the big thing happening. And so your Bridge Street location has that big, huge goggle bar in it where people can choose from over like 100 pairs of goggles. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a wall. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now, if people want to come in and see you today, what time are you guys open from? So we are open from 9 to 9. So people can come in, yep. they can do some shopping. And actually, Bridge Street is open from 8.30 to 9. So it's super convenient. You can be first chair and go and get what you need before doing that. So <laughs> Best of both worlds right yeah. there. Emily, thank you so much for taking yeah. the time, chatting with us, introducing us to this beautiful eyepiece line, and just spending your morning with us. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. So. Make sure that you come check out eyepieces if you have any vision needs, whether you want a new pair of glasses, where you're only going to find them here at eyepieces, or whether you need a new pair of goggles. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to take another look at that local weather forecast, so stay tuned. I was just talking to my director, and he's like, you can talk for a couple of minutes if you want to, but it's hard when you get out of breath. I'll tell you right now, the track out here, you know, let me stop real quick. Usually along the side of, of a track like this, you're gonna see two, two grooves uh, that are man-made and you're allowed to classic ski in those grooves. It kind of keeps your skis in line so you're not doing this a lot. Like Tracy says, wiggling. They go, they're just really symmetrical. They go straight back and forth. Uh, there's no lines on this, um, but, with all this fresh snow, and they, it looks like they rolled it out yesterday. Um, this would actually be fine for, for skate skiing too. Skate skiing, you wanna have a nice smooth surface um, everywhere, which makes it the best because there's a lot of this going on. 
like you're ice skating. So you want to have smooth and space, unlike classic skiing where really you're kind of just staying in this prone position right here. You're just stepping, pull, push, step, pull, push, step, pull, push. Uh, it really is a nice way to kind of get out and, and enjoy nature organically, kind of in its raw form. That's why I love to fly fish so much and go to the river. Uh, there's a great place in Vail in the summertime. It's the Vail Golf Course. In the wintertime, it's the Vail Nordic Center. They've got spectacular views, and they do a really good job of, of grooming the tracks for skate skiing or for classic. Maddie had a chance to catch up with uh, Trey earlier on in the season. Uh, let's take a look now at what the Vail Nordic Center has to offer. We are standing outside of the Vail Nordic Center right now, which is a great place to come and explore if you have not already been here. And we're standing with one of their fabulous team members. We've got Trey Johnson. Thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me. Yeah, thank you, Maddie. Thanks for coming out and uh, being here today. So. I'm so excited because this is a sport that I've never fully gotten into. And I just learned that there's a difference between classic skating and track skating, right? Yeah, classic skiing and skate skiing, yes. See? Yeah, she's on it. So classic skiing is uh, the original. So it was originally used um, in the early Nordic times to get from one point, from point A to point B. Um, and, and now we use it for exercise, which is pretty cool. So classic skiing uh, is a lot simpler for the beginner to um, to learn and participate in. Um, the more advanced skier is generally going to be a, lean more towards skate skiing. Um, classic skiing looks more like running. Skate skiing looks more like speed skating. So it's kind of, you know, a, a very beginning difference between the two. There's a lot more than that, too. So. Right. And as you're getting into it and you're learning, yeah. then you get to learn about all of the great gear, all of the great techniques that go into it. So let's talk a little bit yeah. about the gear that you have in your hands right sure. now. No problem. So I have a pair of skate skis um, in my hand. So you're going to look at it. Um, it has actually what's called camber to it. So it's going to have like a U shape. And what happens is when it's on the ground, it actually flexes into the snow. So then that's going to be how you gain um, force to move yourself forward. A classic ski looks a little bit different. It's actually going to be a lot um, softer and a lot longer, but it's going to have what's called a skin in the middle of the ski, and that's going to provide traction for the participant to keep moving forward. So again, just two very different sports within the same umbrella, per se. Which is so incredible, and not only do you guys offer, of course, the fabulous skiing here, but you've got trails for snowshoeing and fat biking, so let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, totally. So there's um, basically three trails that are trail series that go through our entire property. There is skate skiing, classic trails, which make up a majority of it. Um, they have groomed terrain in the middle, which are groomed daily, um, typically starting about 7 a.m., um, and they have groomed in the middle, classic track on both sides, and then we have our fat biking and our uh, skate, or our I'm sorry, our fat biking and our snowshoeing trails as well, which are different than the others. So it's all out there. It's all out here, and standing out here where we are right now, it is so beautiful. 365 degrees of views right now, meaning that people should come out here and they should enjoy everything that you guys have to offer. Yes, absolutely agree. Um, Nordic is an awesome way to get outside if you want to break from the, um, from the mountain. It's a great way to stay outside, stay fit during the winter, and um, it's just a great activity to get involved in um, when you live in the high country or you're visiting up here as well. So not only do you guys obviously offer all the great things that you can do here at the Nordic Center, but you also offer some great AT setups if people are looking to get into that as well. Yeah, so um, we offer rentals for those who are trying to get into 
alpine touring or AT skiing, um, which is skiing uphill. Um, we offer two varieties. We offer like a race package, which is a really lightweight ski and a lightweight binding, as well as a more hardy, um, more mountaineering setup. So it really depends where you're trying to go um, with regards to AT skiing, but we do have the options here as a way to try the sport out in general. And now, if you're someone who has never done the Nordic skiing, do you think that if you have AT skied before, that you'll have a little bit of an advantage learning because you're not used to, or you're used to letting your heel be released from that binding? Yeah, that is absolutely correct. So somebody who, for example, myself, I had tried AT skiing for a long time, and then I got into classic skiing, and it was pretty easy for me to adjust between the two, where the real difficulty came for me was skate skiing. But that happened, you know, after a couple times out there. Started to get a little bit better, a little bit more efficient. But yes, to answer your question directly, alpine or AT skiing does relate directly to classic skiing. And it's a nice way to introduce yourself to both. Which I think is so amazing. And then you guys offer some great services too. If people are interested in getting involved, coming out here, enjoying all of the amazing amenities that you have here at the Nordic Center, you guys are very good about making sure people's day is going to start great here and end great here and so they can get lessons. Yes, yeah. We offer um, f actually five lesson slots daily, two of three pub or three private slots and two group lessons which are designed for the beginning um, classic skier. So if it's your first time coming out, we definitely recommend those introductory level group lessons. And, uh, and if you want to take your, take your skiing game to the next step, uh, we recommend a private lesson with one of our uh, great instructors. Which is so amazing, especially if you're timid about getting out there and doing a new sport like I am. This is the perfect way to introduce yourself to it. Allow yourself to kind of make those adjustments and learn from the experts. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's the way to learn the sport. you got to start on the right track, and uh, we'll get you out there for a lifetime of Nordic skiing. And then you'll be going super fast, and you'll yes, look like him on the yes, track. Yes, that's exactly right. It's all about speed out there. Um, the faster you go, the better you look. So, yeah. <laughs> we love to hear that. Now, if people are interested in coming to check you guys out, what's the best way for them to find you guys? Yeah, so you can check on our website at veilrec.com, um, and you'll find the Nordic tab on our website. It'll give you all of our prices and general ideas. Um, but if you have any additional questions that aren't answered directly on the website, um, give us a call at our phone number to our retail shop at 970-476-8366. And then, of course, my final question, where are you guys located? We are located um, just east of Vail Village, uh, about a three-minute drive if you drive fast enough. So, yeah. Trey, thank you so much for taking the time, giving us all this great information. Now, I think that you're geared up, so I think you should clip your skis on and ski away. How do you feel? Away. I'm going to ski away here. I'm going to do it. All right, perfect. <laughs> you do that. Make sure that you come check out the Vail Nordic Center. That way you can spend some time with the experts like Trey himself, get yourself a great lesson, and then come and enjoy this new fabulous way to love the snow. Good morning, Vail. Thanks so much for joining us here on Good Morning Vail. This is our live morning show, and we bring it to you from 7 to 8 o'clock every single morning of the week. We also have a bunch of other shows here on TV8. Colorful Cooking is one of them. It's a cooking show that I host. Good Day Vail comes on right after Good Morning Vail. And we like the local sports here in the Valley. So joining me now is the host of Scoreboard, another one of our shows. It's Brett 
Ferraro. Oh, thank you, Tracy. How are you doing? I am doing absolutely spectacular this morning, Tracy. How are you doing? I'm good. It's so so Brett is an employee here. He's one of us. He's on the cameras a lot every morning with me on Fridays and then on scoreboards. So this is your show. First of all, congratulations. You have your own show. I know. It's actually spectacular. I am so blessed to have such great opportunities here in the Valley to mm -hmm. speak with you all and uh, enjoy some great local sports. So. Okay, local sports. Now, uh, both of my daughters are basketball players, yeah. so I'm in the local gyms and I know all about the local sports yeah. and, and you're a local guy you grew up here in the valley yeah absolutely I grew up here spent all of my middle high school career here and mm -hmm. uh, participated in such great sports that we have around the valley so. okay so funny thing because when you talk to the coaches they're like wait a second these kids are snowboarding and skiing and nordic skiing and hiking and rafting yeah. basketball baseball all these regular sports that you see in other other counties mm -hmm. are maybe not number one for us is that the feel that you get and you had when you were here yeah absolutely so being part of this valley we have such amazing resources to be able to go out and enjoy the outdoors and as such some of these uh more team oriented sports uh sort of go by the wayside now there are some exceptions soccer is super big here in the valley uh, we have a great youth program that helps bring them up uh, hockey as well we have yeah. some great youth programs that help bring uh, these athletes into high school really raring and uh, looking for some championships but uh, the rest of them like basketball football uh, they just sort of get uh, delayed or, or put put to the wayside when when ski season comes around right not number one because when you get the girls basketball teams from like Denver and Durango he was like sorry Trey sorry about that Durango <laughs> game against Battle Mountain but yeah. that's what we're used to now scoreboard yeah you're tonight you're gonna be checking yeah. out hockey Battle yeah. Mountain High School yeah. hockey yeah so uh, Battle Mountain plays tonight and tomorrow night mm -hmm. uh, tonight against Summit which is going to be a really good game okay, uh, okay. they start at 515 so if anyone wants to please go out and support the Battle Mountain High School hockey team it's uh, it's gonna be a good game tonight and these guys this is one of the teams that wins they yeah. have like championship pictures all over Battle Mountain yeah they just won in 2021 so they are championship level so yeah. they're, they're really good and I would highly recommend Okay, I'll get my Battle Mountain basketball shirt on and wear it to the <laughs> hockey game. Is that at Dobson? It is at Dobson. Okay. Uh, both Friday and Saturday's games are at Dobson Ice Arena. Okay, so. all right. So that's really what's happening with sports, but scoreboard is mm -hmm. the show. Yeah. So on that show, what can we expect? Uh, tonight we're uh, covering some great games between uh, Eagle Valley and Vail Christian, okay. and we're looking at the game between uh, Vail Mountain School and Battle Mountain uh, School basketball. Okay. Uh, we're also checking out uh, some hockey before getting a little teaser about tonight's game. Mm -hmm. So it'll be really interesting to watch. Uh, would highly recommend everyone watching it tonight at 6 or at 10 if you miss that at 6. Okay, all right. That's awesome because then at 10, we, you know, everything has already happened too. Yeah. Now, you, this is pretty live because yesterday was the basketball game with Vail Christian and yeah. Battle Mountain, the boys' basketball game. Yeah. Battle Mountain, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's, that's my theme. Um, so you're going to be talking about that you're going to be showing clips from that as well yeah absolutely okay, got some really great cool. interviews with some uh, great uh, athletes there yeah. uh, as well so we're going to be showing those interviews off and then of course showing a little bit of highlights from the game okay so you talk to the student athletes mm -hmm. how's that going uh, it's pretty great <laughs> we actually have some great athletes here in the valley mm -hmm. who are very interested and excited to be talking and getting on tv and uh, yeah. they they have great answers and everyone here is so nice you know i haven't met a, a mean person yet so yeah okay good 
because you've been on all the winning side. Yeah. <laughs> you've been I do, on all the winning side. I, I do get interviews sometimes <laughs> with losing teams, but uh, yeah, a lot of winning teams too. Yeah. So. Okay. Great. And do you have? So you grew up here. Mm-hmm. You what sports did you play? Uh, I played a lot of sports. Soccer was a big oh, one okay. for me. Good. And then uh, in the winter, I did some telemark skiing and some Nordic skiing as well, which mm-hmm. are two great, uh, you know, sports that we have in the valley. Uh, really, um, make. <laughs> yeah, they, we do. Put, we've been talking about Nordic skiing all morning. That so. is true, and they're big in the high schools here. Oh yeah, yeah. and it helps. Battle Mountain has such a great cross country yeah. team mm-hmm. in the fall, and uh, Nordic becomes their sport of uh, choice in the winter. So yeah. we have a really great Nordic team as well. So I know Battle Mountain. They're great at hockey. They're great at soccer, and they're great at Nordic. What yeah. about um, Eagle Valley? What are what are their highlights? Eagle Valley. Eagle Valley is pretty darn good at basketball for a valley. Right. Uh, I mean, it's still a little hard to compete with the front-range teams, uh, but they're also pretty great uh, this year at soccer, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. They're okay. usually historically not been uh, the best, but they've really made Battle Mountain uh, work this year to okay. get their top spot. Well, they're going to make us work at basketball, too. So those are the two big public schools, and then we have Vail Christian and Vail Mountain School. Yes. What are they good at? Uh, Vail Mountain School was really good at soccer this year. They won the state championship in the fall this Ooh. year, so that was really exciting. And then, yeah. of course, uh, Nordic and Alpine skiing for both of those guys. Uh, but it, we just have great sports here. Okay, so Nordic skiing is going to be the one we're going to have to watch for the competition within the Valley. Mm -hmm. The rest of them we just say, go team. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Brett, thank you for joining us today so we can see the show at 6 o'clock and at 10 o'clock. Absolutely, Tracy. Thank you for having me on. Okay, always a pleasure and we are so happy to have Brett on board here at TV8 and we're so happy that you joined us on Good Morning Vale. Get out there, protect your eyes, enjoy the low light and the fresh snow. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. So many things to see.